USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. A hearing on Capitol Hill with Attorney General Bill Barr that was supposed to be underway by now has been delayed a bit because the chairman of the House Judiciary Panel was in a car accident. A spokesman for New York Democrat Jerry Nadler says nobody was seriously injured, noting the chairman is just running a little behind. The hearing was supposed to have started at 10 o'clock Eastern time. A top National Guard member is expected to dispute White House officials over the administration's decision to forcefully clear protesters from a park across the street from the White House last month. CNN's reporting D.C. Major Adam DeMarco will tell Congress today that the demonstrators near Lafayette Square were behaving peacefully at the time. His account contradicts those of Attorney General Barr and several other administration officials. And you're listening to USA Radio News. Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. I've been on this balance of nature for quite some time now. I know that what you put in your body is critical to your health. I listen to AM radio out of Dallas, and you have these people on there witnessing about the differences made in their life. Now, all these people aren't lying about this. I hadn't even had as much as a cold since I've been taking this, and I'm telling you, my energy level has increased unbelievable. So I'm impressed with it. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 800-246-8751. That's 800-246-8751. Or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code USA. Democratic lawmakers say they have issues with the new GOP coronavirus stimulus bill. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says it neglects food and rent assistance for Americans who are falling on hard times because of the coronavirus pandemic. And an eviction moratorium is also absent from the bill. That Republican relief bill also includes $1.7 billion for a new FBI headquarters in Washington, D.C. Republican leaders declined to say if they backed the provision, saying you have to ask the administration why it was included. Agriculture officials in nearly every U.S. state are reporting that people are being mailed unrequested packages of seeds that appear to have been mailed from China. And officials are stressing recipients of the mysterious packages should not plant the seeds. Kentucky Agriculture Commissioner Ryan Quarles. At this point in time, we don't have enough information to know if this is a hoax, a prank, an internet scam, or an act of agricultural bioterrorism. This is USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. Some federal government workers are now filing claims because they say they got coronavirus on the job. And USA Radio's John Hunt has more on the story. Nearly 3,000 federal workers have filed compensation claims for having contracted COVID-19 on the job, a number that is expected to double by early next month, according to a Department of Labor review. Individual agency reports from the three largest federal agencies, Defense, Veterans Affairs, and Homeland Security, show the extent of infections and death 
among workers. The Defense Department reported 5,373 virus cases among civilian employees with 33 deaths. Veterans Affairs reporting that 41 employees have died. Customs and Border Protection and the Transportation Security Administration, two of the largest sub-agencies under the Department of Homeland Security, report a combined 2,905 infections among employees with 14 deaths. For USA Radio News, I'm John Hunt. And a COVID-19 outbreak is impacting the Oklahoma County Jail in Oklahoma City. As officials announced yesterday, 33 of its inmates have tested positive for COVID-19. And more than 500 inmates there have been placed in quarantine as a precaution. The county implemented new policies yesterday to ensure that no inmate is taken to the courthouse after testing positive for the virus or if they're even showing symptoms. And for USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker we have great rates for you as well at the term lifeline we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above so if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance call right now for a free quote rates and availability may vary by state sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify 800-807-1981 800-807-1981 that's 800-807-1981 Thanks for that, and welcome to another live edition of Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. I am your humble host, coming to you from my house in the East Bay. That's right, San Francisco Bay. Dominic Jimenez at the board in our studios in downtown San Francisco. He has to go into the studios. I'm Christian McCaffrey here. Uh, I opted out, and uh, now this is the way we designed it. But I'm in my house here doing a little audio Skype and uh, taking your calls and uh, taking your texts. Call us on the Diet Dr. Pepper text line 999-9555-999-9555-9555-33222222. Let me a text that way. That's not annoying, is it? Um, but 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call. 1-800-878-7529. I'll get you in and get you heard. Wherever you might happen to be listening, coast to coast, border to border, around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Speaking of forces, not American, but British, we're going to be having a vice admiral from the Royal Navy join us about 15 minutes, part of our salesporttalk.com segment with Karen Lyle that we do each and every Tuesday morning. Also Tuesday, we check in with Bruce Marshall in the second hour. 
<clears throat> he's down there in Vegas. Runs the Gold Sheet. Great prognosticating publications been going on for decades. Talk hockey with Bruce getting closer. And in the third hour, Brett Rapkin, he's the director of HBO's The Weight of Gold. Olympians. If you know my show, nobody has interviewed more Olympians than I have over the last two decades. And so i um, interested to hear about that. And HBO usually does a pretty good job with their sports docs. All right, TuneIn app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app, all Apple publications for receiving the show. Uh, uh, shout out to those of you who are listening on sportsbyline.com. Click listen live to hear the shows. Emails rick at sportsbyline.com. Also, CRN Digital Plus 2, that's the cable radio network channel 2 on your cable provider. Twitter is at Rick Tittle. Call me up, 1 800 878 Play. Come on back. Tired of the same old hat? CoverageGear.com is the top destination to find the hats and gear you need to represent your favorite pro teams and players. Head to CoverageGear.com with the promo code RADIO and grab a cap with the iconic jersey number of the all-time greats and current stars from the NBA, NFL, MLB, and more. These classic hats come in the font and style of the superstars team. So with the number 30 from Golden State, number 2 from the Yankees, number 23 from the Bulls, or a number 12 from the Packers, CoverageGear.com will help you honor the legends of yesterday and today. Check out our collection of dad hats, trucker caps, beanies, stickers, and more. Use promo code RADIO and get 20% off. That's promo code RADIO at CoverageGear.com. CoverageGear.com. We've got you covered. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 800-439-7851 800-439-7851 800-439-7851 
titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome, he's a genius. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. We'll get into a little sailing with a, uh, a Royal Admiral, which is pretty cool. John Henry Stewart McAnally, Vice Admiral in the Royal Navy. Talk to him and uh, Karen Lyle, and um, I might get into a little warfare talk. Oh, you know me. All right, we'll see what happens. Rick, that's not on at all, is it? Also, um, the lines are available right now, 1-800-87-A-PLAY. So, look, if you're listening to me, you probably love baseball, right? Um, And I love it. I'm a huge baseball guy. Baseball season is my favorite season. I never thought I would say that in my teens, 20s, or even 30s. But football season was always my favorite season. But as I got older, I just loved the pace of baseball, that it was so long. And it went through the summer. And you just had it every day. And if you didn't have it that day, your team was on the way to play the next game. So you'd have an off day to talk about it. An off day, not a whole week. Because the thing that sucks about the NFL, and only the NFL can say this, is that you have to chew on a loss for a week, sometimes two weeks. And if you win, yeah, you get to bask in it. But after about three days, you're like, all right, let's get going again. (laughs) We're the Jack Del Rio tour where the... Raiders win for it on fourth down in New Orleans on the opening week. And they're like, we're so clever. They went all over the country on every show. We went for it. They came home against the Falcons. And the Falcons, I was at that game, they boat raced the Raiders to the Coliseum. And the Falcons that year went up 28-3 to in the Super Bowl and should have won. They were the best team. The best team doesn't always win. But my point is, <clears throat> is that I love baseball season. But we're not even a week old, and we already heard about the Miami Marlins, who had four players test positive during their opening series against the Phillies. They played everywhere. They had an additional seven players as well. And now, in the last hour, according to Ken Rosenthal, the athletic, they now have four more positive cases. So that means that they have 17 in total. 17. And you talk about those who are with the club of the 33 who were just tested, 17, that's half, more than half, right about half. So as we know, they did not return to play their home opener Monday night. And it seems very unlikely they're going to play tonight because they're still in Philadelphia. (laughs) I mean... There's time. It's already, if you're listening on the East Coast, you know it's the afternoon. So it is feasible if they got the all clear in the next couple hours, they could still do it. I mean, the Orioles are waiting. Well, we're waiting down in uh, South Beach. But uh, Rob Manfred, by the way, said that they could uh, resume playing 
today if there were acceptable testing results. What's an acceptable result? Remember I asked, you know, what is Manfred's response? And he said he thinks it can be manageable. Well, the good news is, is that none of the Phillies have tested positive um, from what we hear so far. That was the report we got this morning from those tests, which means none of them caught it from the Marlins during the game. But when the report came down yesterday, my team, the A's, were playing the Angels in a wraparound four-game series. They were playing a day game yesterday at the Coliseum. And like when Mike Trout hit a single, put on a mask, Matt Olson at first base put on a mask, they were not doing that the day before. They were not doing that on Sunday. Now, when a guy gets on base, you'll see the masks go on. So the <clears throat> good news, if there is any, is that there was not transmitted on the field, at least so far, which means people sliding in the second base, sliding in the home, all that stuff. I would probably think if there's another walk-off celebration like the A's had opening night, Matt Olson, GS, that they'll say, look, before you run out, put your masks on. Because this season is hanging by a thread right now. It seems, it seems almost like, um, I'm not saying a, a shame, but it's starting to feel a little forced, you think? I mean, it already was somewhat, <laughs> somewhat forced, but now it feels like, what are we doing? You know, it's like the, the, uh, the old story of the, um, in the Titanic that the band is still playing and acting like everything's fine. It ain't fine. So um, we know about the statement that MLB put out um, saying that uh, Mount Marlin's traveling party are self-quarantining in place. Derek Jeter, the CEO, said the health of our players is primary. One thing that's dumb is that this gave good uh, ammo to the people on the internet who are dumb, which is 99.999% of them, to say, oh, there's Florida, none of them jackasses at Daytona Beach, and none of them wearing masks, and look what Florida did again. I don't think this is a Florida thing. I, I don't, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, to me, the Marlins were not doing it. But you could look at the NBA and the Lou Williams situation with the strip club and say it's not working. I would take the other side of that argument, and I would say Lou Williams is proof that the NBA bubble is working. Rashawn Holmes going across the street to get food. And Rashawn Holmes didn't hide it. He was like, oh, my gosh, my bad. I messed up. And it's an, to me, the Rashawn Holmes things is an honest mistake. It's dumb but it's an honest mistake that we would all make. It's like, oh, your food's ready. Oh, okay, I'll come get it. Oh, S, I crossed the street, didn't I? Yeah. <sighs> you go to a strip club, wear the mask that they gave you at Orlando, and then <laughs> and your friend tweets it out and then deletes it and then said, this is an old picture. You're making it worse. And then he deletes. That's the funniest thing. Not that his friend... <clears throat> A rapper who I never heard of, but then again, I haven't heard anybody. Tweets out a picture. Woo woo, what's up? It's me and Lulu at the booby bar. No, no, what are you doing? 
That was an old picture, old times, reminiscing. What do you mean it's old? We're wearing masks. Ah! Then he had to delete that one. That's the funny part. But I think that it proves that the NBA bubble actually works. Now, I don't know if it works to keep out the, the virus, but it works as far as just what they wanted to do. So MLB, it's a bigger risk. There's no bubble. And as I said, the traveling party of 33 people, that's a lot of people who have to be safe on their own. And remember, you can do everything perfect yourself. It's like riding a motorcycle. The reason I will never ride a motorcycle on the freeway is you can do absolutely everything perfectly, and it just takes one jackass texting on their phone or looking the wrong way to ruin it for you. So you have to, everybody can be doing everything right, and then you could go somewhere where someone's like, that's my inalienable right. It's the 23rd Amendment that I don't have to wear a mask. <laughs> and then that guy spits in your face. So it's hard, but I tell you what, I'll tell you what, my A's are three and one. They're in first place. That means let's just start the playoffs right now, Rob Manfred. Woo. A's getting home field advantage. I don't know. All right. Talk a little sailing on the other side with the Royal Navy Admiral. Come on, bud. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits, no one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499. 800-516-2499. Again, that's 800-516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402. 877-360-0402. 
877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Thank you so much and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast, border to border, around the world on the American Forces Radio Network, 925 on a Tuesday out here in Pacific time. That means we check in with Karen Lyle, who co-hosts the SalesportTalk.com segment. And we have a very nice guest today. We'll get to him in a second. But first, Karen, how are you doing? I'm doing great. You know, I was just remembering this morning how... um, you used to come over on BART, and I used to come over on my boat, and we used to meet at, at the studio and instead of being staying in place. Yeah, that seems like and a long, could, long time ago. And I noticed then how much taller you are than I am. <laughs> yes, 6'2", uh, not freakishly tall, yes. Yeah. All right, well, yeah, we're very you're, happy you're to uh, bring in... <laughs> Yes, we're very happy to bring in from the Royal Navy Vice Admiral John Henry Stuart McAnally, someone who served on Her Majesty's yacht Britannia, uh, also some frigates as well, a a very um, prolific and storied career in the Royal Navy. Admiral McAnally, thank you so much uh, for for coming on. When you first started as a sub-lieutenant, did you see yourself becoming an admiral someday? No. <laughs> Would anyone? Uh, I suppose I had some hopes, but I was realistic and knew that there was no guarantee of them being met. You know, I was um, I was actually very intrigued to find out that you and Sir Robin Knox Johnson know each other. Um, it was it was it was really quite a surprise that you both live in Portsmouth. Well, did Karen? I wonder, did uh, Robin tell you of um, how we first met? No. Well, well. in addition to all his many other accomplishments, he's uh, obviously one of the most famous sailors in the world and uh, as a Royal Naval Reserve officer uh, and a Merchant Navy officer. Robin was doing a course at a Royal Navy School of Gunnery at the same time as me in uh, way back in, uh, dare I say, it, 1965. And uh, I was in a group of sub-lieutenants doing this course. There were about 14 of us. And we'd brought as our communal transport a 1938 fire engine, which had served in London throughout the Blitz, the bombing of uh, London uh, during the Second World War. 
And uh, as late as 1965 and 66, we were all riding at the open back of this big fire engine. And Robin and I, uh, he came and took a ride with us one time. So that's when we first met. And Robin came to um, to live in old Portsmouth, where I've been for some time, a few years ago. And uh, so we're close neighbors and good friends. Where did you uh, grow up? Because I talked to Sir Robin about the Blitz, and he was just a baby at the time. Um, do you have uh, any recollection of that? Uh, well, I'm a bit younger <laughs> than that. I, I was born <laughs> in 19, 1945, okay. and uh, I don't know if your uh, your listeners can take an indelicate, somewhat indelicate thing, but uh, um, my mother, was, who was the first female officer in the London Fire Brigade, um, wow. uh, we were near London. It's like well, just in the outskirts of London, near a, a lovely park called Richmond Park in the southwest yeah, of it. London. And uh, <laughs> my mother was uh, was uh, on the throne, as you might say, heavily pregnant with twins in late 1944, when the first German V2 missile landed about a mile away with uh, an almighty explosion, a ton of explosive. And uh, she subsequently said, you and your sister nearly went down the pan. Wow. That was certainly a memorable experience for her, I'm sure. I hope, um, I hope, you, I, hope I hear a chuckle and not horror. <laughs> well, I think I think because we're not going through that experience now, I hope I, I hope we can have a, have, a, have a bit of a chuckle. Um, you know, I... You and I had an opportunity to talk a little bit, and we were—we actually were introduced to each other quite independent of Sir Robin. So uh, it was—it was quite fun to see that connection. But you mentioned that the the, the rescue maneuver that um, that uh, Robin was talking about last time was called the Williamson turn to go back to get a vessel to turn around and come back to where it was originally. Did you ever use the Williamson turn to rescue a man over? The, the the man overboard the Richard, who survived the, was it the, Richardson the 13 term? days at sea. Uh, I, I used it uh, very frequently on man overboard practices, which is something that all ships do. And uh, the Williamson turn, which is a term, we call it that in both the Royal Navy and the United States Navy. And uh, you, you, you throw off some 60 degrees from your original heading. Uh, and then use the same amount of wheel back in the opposite direction to the reciprocal of your course, and it should bring you back exactly down the same track. And it's used when you can't see a man overboard or don't know where he is, uh, and to, but do know that he, he's somewhere close by. Um, I have a, a, a been involved in the recovery of a man overboard, but um, we didn't actually know that this person was missing until some six hours after they jumped, uh, gone overboard. So the Williamson turn was not applicable. I could tell you more about no, I, it if you like. Yeah. Oh, I, I would um, love to actually hear. Uh, I would actually love to hear about the rescue because I think that guy lived for six, thirteen days at sea before you found him. Is that right? Um, about thirteen hours. Um, oh, 13 hours. Okay. I was wondering yeah, about that. <laughs> I was actually serving in the United States Navy, and uh, you might be interested in how that came about, too, as well. Yeah. And, um, yeah. The summer of 1967, I was the navigator of a minesweeper based in Malta, a very nice appointment. And I was uh, a command duty officer or officer of the day sitting in the wardroom when our radio man, our single radio man, came to me and said he had a Deltext officer's signal. 
And what that meant, deltex means delicate text and offices means um, it can only be decrypted using a special code card to which uh, it kept in a lock safe to which only officers have access. So uh, I got the card, went along to the radio shack and uh, as he began to type the coded crypts in, I took the um, decoded tape of the machine, which was something like an enigma, an American uh, invention called a KL7 common to NATO and got a huge flutter in my heart when the first words in the signal were Lieutenant or Lieutenant McAnally. I realized it was about me. And it went on to say, it's being considered for one year's exchange service with the United States Navy. Please report whether he is a volunteer and considered suitable. So uh, I got out the uh, ENCODE card prepared a reply, Lieutenant McNally is a volunteer and is considered most suitable and took them both to the captain. And I'm glad to say <laughs> you proved the second one. So there we were in the USS Mole actually deploying uh, to the Sixth Fleet from Newport, Rhode Island, which is our normal base, as a squadron of five destroyers and a tanker. And we were about 200 miles north of the Azores in February 1968. Uh, having practiced man overboard drills in the afternoon, uh, we sort of uh, shut down for a you know, quiet night passage. And just after midnight, uh, I was woken. I was uh, the navigator of the, the USS Moe. The captain had said that he'd obtained Washington's permission for a foreign officer to be the navigator, that they had asked the British authorities, can we court-martial him if he gets it wrong? To which apparently... <laughs> Apparently, my home people replied, no, you can't, but don't worry, we surely will. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, my, uh... I was told that uh, one of our seamen had failed to show up for the mid-watch, uh, midnight to four o'clock, uh, and uh, a search of the ship couldn't find him. And uh, uh, on being asked, a member of the um, crew had said that uh, they'd seen him walking aft wearing uh, one of these big, heavy... Um, K-pop life jackets, which you may remember. So we concluded that he'd uh, fallen or jumped overboard. And um, uh, the, the task then was to head back for where we thought this might have happened. And uh, the time that he'd been seen walking off was 7.30 the previous evening, uh, when uh, by chance I had taken a, a star sight uh, and resolved it to that time. So we were placed in charge of the um, combined group with the other destroyers, each uh, a mile or so on either beam, and uh, set off back to try and uh, achieve our uh, 7.30 position. And I, I'm talking, of course, about days when um, there was no satellite navigation. Uh, we were outside the coverage of any radio aid, and it, it was simply a matter of dead reckoning, estimated position, and um, astronomical navigation. Uh, and we set off back for the 7.30 position. And uh, I have to boast, too, that uh, when the captain came on the bridge at about 6.30 the next morning, uh, asked me when I thought we might be back at the position, I, I said um, he'll pass down our starboard side at about 8.30 tomorrow morning and he'll be slightly closer to the USS Massey than us. And at 8.37, the Massey saw him. He was still alive after 13 hours in water. That's an incredible. incredible story, and we have a lot so more to talk story. about with Vice Admiral McAnally. We need to take a, a quick break. If you'd like to ask him a question, 
uh, the toll-free line coast to coast and around the world, 1-800-878-PLAY. Once again, 1-800-878-7529. I have a bunch of questions where he's going to stay with us. Another segment. I'm sure Karen has a bunch of questions uh, as well. Fascinating guests. Once again, Vice Admiral John Henry Stewart McAnally. We will take a quick break and we will come on back right here on Sports Byline USA. This is Karen Lyle of Salesport Talk. The annual Ida Lewis Distance Race, presented by Genoa America and scheduled for August 15th, sends sailors on an overnight coastal course that plies some of New England's most historic and scenic waters. The Ida Lewis Yacht Club, which hosts the event and sits on Lime Rock in Newport's Inner Harbor, derives its name from Miss Idlewally Zareta Lewis, who in the mid-19th century famously succeeded her ill father as the Lime Rock Lighthouse Keeper. She is officially credited with saving the lives of 18 sailors over the course of her tenure, which lasted from 1860 to 1911. Visit www.ilyc.org. This is Karen Lyle of Salesport Talk, broadcasting internationally from San Francisco. Salesport Talk partnered with Sports Byline in April 2019 and has been broadcasting ever since to 168 countries around the world. Maybe you listen to us live on the Sports Byline channel of iHeart or TuneIn Radio, or on Channel 2 of CRN Talk, or on Stitcher, Twitch, or SportsByline.com. Or you may be listening on your radio to one of our 200 affiliate satellite stations across the U.S., or maybe one of the 500 satellite radio stations of the Armed Forces Network around the world. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening. Some of you like to tune in after the show and binge on the past episodes of Salesport Talk with Karen Lyle on iHeartRadio. It amazes me that iHeartRadio is now available across more than 250 platforms and on 2,000 devices, including smart speakers, digital audio dashes, tablets, wearables, smartphones, virtual assistants, TVs, and gaming consoles. Salesport Talk will also give you quick access to our past shows. This Salesport Talk recognition ad was brought to you by All Bay Collision. Over 60 years of experience in auto restoration and body repair for autos, buses, fleet accounts, and more. For the San Francisco Bay and Tri-City area, call 510-489-1313. All Bay Collision is a member of the ITEX Barter community, where your ITEX dollars are welcome. Driving through the San Francisco Bay and Tri-City area, All Bay Collision is a one-stop shop including full detail wash and steam clean of engines, auto restoration, and auto body repair for cars, SUVs, buses, ambulances, box trucks, big rigs, fleet accounts, and fiberglass repair. Tow available. With over 60 years of experience, you are in good hands. Visit allbaycollision.com or call 510-489-1313 or 510-825-4727.
Thank you so much, and uh, welcome back to Sports Byline USA across the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's our second segment, salesporttalk.com, with our co-host Karen Lyle, and uh, it's nice enough to join us for another segment as Vice Admiral John Henry Stewart McAnally of the Royal Navy. And Admiral, I would imagine, um, as my father was a lieutenant commander in the United States Navy in the 50s, he was on the Admiral's staff in the Pacific Fleet, but for you, being a guest uh, so to speak, officer on a, a Navy ship. I would imagine that you had a bit of stick or banter. Did people call you Prince or Churchill? Did you get any of that? Well, uh, I, I, I've not been on board for very long. Uh, uh, just after uh, eight o'clock in the morning, I was um, sitting having a cup of coffee in the wardroom, the officer's mess, um, which is not an unusual thing to do in the Royal Navy. I know the well, I soon came to realize that people start work more promptly in the United States, including the Navy. And the XO, the second in command, came up to me, and you'll excuse me if I do a terrible American accent, but I can't tell the story without trying. He said, John, he said, uh, do you want me to treat you as a proper Royal Navy officer or like one of my own? Like one of your own, XO, I said, of course. He said, well, get up off your ass and go and do some work. <laughs> I, was, I love it. I, I, I was very well treated, actually. I was the only Brit among 290 Americans at the height of the Vietnam War, which is you can, uh, went at a time when there were um, 400 destroyers in the United States Navy. So you can imagine that every crew was you know, pretty varied assortment of people. It was a fascinating experience. I had a wonderful time, and they were very good to me. Rick, Rick, I'm going to let you ask a couple questions because I dominated last time, so you get to you get to pursue this a little bit. Well, (laughs) you know, I was just wondering, um, Admiral, um, because I I love that area of the Thames where you grew up in Richmond Park, and in fact, when I was last there in October, I took a Thames cruise down to. Hampton Court Palace and to go through all the locks. It was a charming little uh, foray on a little boat. Did, is, is that what sort of lent you to, I mean, there is such a British tradition about the Navy and going to sea, but but growing up in that area, um, did that sort of uh, give you that curiosity to travel on the water? Well, it wasn't really that. I, I, I mean, it was a combination of factors, uh, I would say. I, I, I was, you know, brought up, my boyhood was only a few years after the Second World War. It was very fresh in everyone's memory. There were lots of films, there were lots of books. Um, Military experience in war was not at all an alien phenomenon. Um, And my uh, grandfather and great-grandfather had both been naval officers, and I had a couple of great uncles who were generals, uh, and and, and so on. So it it was, if you like, in the blood, and I would hear tales about these people. But uh, when my father, who uh, um, was, uh, in fact, was a a director of the John Lewis Partnership, a major retail firm, um, (laughs) said to me, Shortly after I decided to apply for a Royal Navy scholarship and make my way into the Navy, he and my mother had separate investment portfolios. She always had first choice. And he said to me, um, if the Navy was a business, your mother and I would not buy shares yet. (laughs) (laughs) 
I said, well, neither would I, but it's all your fault for introducing me to Hornblower, which he had at an impressionable age. Mm. <laughs> mm. I can only see those novels, wonderful novels about an 18th century naval officer. Ratio Hornblower, yeah. When I was in um, Munich also last year, I was at the Hofbräu House and a uh, great beer hall, of course, and you're sort of forced together in these big benches. And I was sitting at a bench with a bunch of Royal Navy sailors on leave, and they took me in, and within an hour, we were all arm-in-arm arm singing, and I can say that uh, a great bunch of lads, and man, could they put away the beer. <laughs> well... <laughs> Indeed, of course they can. Uh, we've got um, approaching on Friday, actually, a, a little ceremony which is going to be um, filmed by uh, our major television channels in um, alongside HMS Victory and Portsmouth Naval Base. And it's the 50th anniversary of Black Top Day. Does that mean anything to you? No, it doesn't. Why should it? Well, you, yeah. I'm sure you're aware that um, it was the custom uh, in the Royal Navy to issue rum to the sailors ah. at midday um, every day. Uh, and this practice, which began in 1655 after we'd captured Jamaica and were able to replace beer and wine with rum, <laughs> continued. Oh, you know, I remember uh, reading about uh, that uh, when I was in the British uh, Virgin Islands. Um, and, and Pusser's Rum, they have a commemoration of that. And I've certainly enjoyed, um, enjoyed that, that lovely rum um, when I've been sailing there in the, in the BVI, which is where I would be right now if it weren't for the pandemic, actually. Um, I have a question for you, um, uh, Admiral. What, what, um, what is the Royal Navy Association... Um, doing these days, I think you have some some events or something coming up with that, and, and I know that many members are listening to our show today, and we welcome them. Uh, well, we have a, about twelve thousand members in the Royal Naval Association, split in um, who belong to some uh, over three hundred branches, uh, actually all over the world. The majority in the UK and the Republic of Ireland, but we have um, several in the United States as well there and uh, it, it's a it's an organization that uh, 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 well existed to um support each other in need and, and to foster comradeship and generally to have fun together uh, the ceremony on friday you know is the commemoration of the 50th anniversary of the end of issuing rum hence its name black top day <laughs> uh, <laughs> to the end <laughs> and we have to buy it after after that yes everybody has to buy it <laughs> and Puss's Rum, uh, which you mentioned, Karen, I'm glad you enjoy it. Puss's Rum, it, it is to me, smells and tastes exactly like what used to be issued. It's, it's made by the same um, maker, the same recipe. Admiral, you are also Commandant of the Royal College of Defense Studies, and you think about where the Navy might be in Portsmouth or in Greenwich, but this is actually a building in Belgravia, right? You're right in the heart of London there. Yes, it was uh, established in, uh, in shortly after the First World War, and uh, um, because there was uh, uh, thought to be a, more of a need to, um, uh, uh, to, to bring um, senior officers of different services and their counterparts in other government departments, diplomats, and so on, and across the then British Empire um, together 
um, to learn from each other and also to consider you know, the higher aspects of grand strategy to make, in other words, captains of war rather than just captains of ships. Um, Churchill, Winston Churchill, was very much behind the inspiration of it. And uh, it, it, it was established in, in, in a house in, uh, in Westminster, but um, uh, after the Second World War, uh, moved to its uh, present accommodation, courtesy of the Duke of Westminster and Seaford House, Belgrave Square. And it is now very international. Uh, it always has um, attendees from the, from the United States and uh, uh, from usually now up to 50 other countries in any one time among its um, student body, which is around 100 on a year-long course, which um, offers the opportunity to emerge with a master's degree um, for those who want to take that particular aspect of it. You've commanded you're, you're many to... frigates, oh, the, the Torquay, the Alacrity, the Hermione. You've been captain of a frigate squadron. Would you say that the frigate was, is sort of like your ship or is uh, am I reading too much into it? Well, I, I, yes, I suppose I would. It's one I've served in most, but I, I have also, uh, uh, well, I've also commanded a mine hunter, served in two minesweepers, an aircraft carrier, a royal yacht, and guided missile destroyer and an American destroyer. <laughs> so so I, I, wow. I, I've been almost across the whole gamut, really. But, uh, the you know, I've, them, say, I've, I've failed with some captains who, who said that, that, that they couldn't really get along with smaller boats, uh, like sailboats and such like that, because they were so used to the big, the big ships. Now, how, how is it for you? Have, you? have you ever sailed much or, or been on smaller boats? for your own personal recreation since you've been left the service? Well, there is a, you know, a saying, you know, which um, Sir Robin would probably <laughs> agree with, that there are, there are three things that are really useless in a small boat, a cow, an umbrella, and a naval officer. <laughs> but a lot of naval officers are very keen on sailing. I'm afraid I've always had a passion for golf. And there's never been time for both. But I, I have done quite a bit of sailing. When I was in the Australian Navy, I sailed in a, a Southern Cross series in a 45-footer um, for, you know, over a three-month period in uh, four or five races. And uh, uh, one had to qualify in a, um, a two types of dinghy and a, a whaler in a cutter and, and, a, and a yacht when you were... Um, when I was at Dartmouth, at the Britannia Royal Naval College, Dartmouth, our equivalent of Annapolis. Last question for you. When my dad was in the Navy in the 50s under Eisenhower, of course, in the heart of the Cold War, and they would chase after Russian subs in the Pacific. They had this sort of cat and mouse little game that they were playing uh, to the time, as you said, when you served, uh, when uh, the Vietnam War was going on. Where, where do we stand right now with our joint naval forces with NATO and anti-terrorism? And what do you think about Russia becoming, once again, maybe a specter to NATO? Well, uh, what you describe, uh, uh, activity of uh, um, monitoring Russian submarines, I, I, I don't think it's um, no, too secret to, to tell you that uh, nothing's really changed since the Cold War except that it's got more active since the end of the Cold War. It went down at the end of the Cold War, uh, but now it's um, back up near peak levels, really. 
uh, and uh, um, uh, Russian technology is much better than it was in the 70s, in part thanks to some successful espionage. Uh, and so the, uh, um, the NATO navies are quite busy in this aspect. But, but I, I would say that the, um, I, I, I've been reading uh, quite a lot about the uh, Pacific War and the Second World War in the last few days because I've been writing an article about it for the Royal Naval Association and for the Naval and Military Club, Karen, as well, too, which I know you know. And I'm very pleased mm -hmm. when we can see you back there again. Um, but... Uh, 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 and it has become apparent to me from reading this that, that actually the enormously close relationship that the Royal Navy and the United States Navy enjoy to this day, closer, I think, than any other two armed services in any two other countries, the foundations for that were actually laid in the British Pacific Fleet operating alongside the United States Pacific Fleet and as Task Force 57 in the Third Fleet under um, Admiral Halsey and Admiral Spruance's command. Mm -hmm. Well, listen, we cannot thank you enough. We're out of time. We've been speaking with Vice Admiral John Henry Stewart McAnally of the Royal Navy of the Senior Service. We really appreciate it. And uh, let's do it again, sir. I think we have a date for October the 7th with Sir Robin that Karen set up. Um, thank you very much. I, I hope I didn't bore your listeners too much. It was a no, pleasure you having you. Yes, it was quite the antithesis of boring. Great stuff. Karen, thank you once again, and uh, great guest. Yes, well, enjoyable to talk across the pond. Good stuff. <laughs> All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back on Sports Bio. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can 
can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167, 800-880-7167, 800-880-7167, that's 800-880-7167, paid for by Airtime Media. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week, and I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Well, 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 thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. We still have another couple hours to go. Lines open on the other side. We get an email here, rick at sportsbyline.com from Chrissy. It says, Rick, does it make your guests mad that Prince Philip and Prince Charles have so many awards and medals, LOL? Well... <laughs> Prince Philip actually did serve during World War II, um, but his son, Prince Charles, of course, never served in combat, although his son, Harry, did in Afghanistan. At least he walked some beats. His brother, Prince Andrew, did in a helicopter in the Falklands War. Prince Charles, um, about the same age as our guest, born right after World War II, although the you know he could have found some trouble uh, during his times. But no, he doesn't have VCs on his chest, the Victoria's Cross, which would be same as our CMH, the Congressional Medal of Honor. He has like the Order of Bath, and we, we would say Bath, the Order of Merit. He has some Queen's Own awards and then just some service medals of being in the military. Remember, Prince Charles also went to um, paratroop uh, um, school. He jumped out of planes. He wanted to prove he was tough, the poor guy. But yes, he has a lot of medals, but they're mostly just nice medals that are ceremonial. They're not combat medals that he earned in a fake way. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back.
At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Two for Tuesday. Double shots of Van Halen and Judas Priest. Shout out to all the dedications out there. All that good stuff. 1-800-878-PLAY gets you in. 1-800-878-7529. Talking sports. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, Quidditch, the ball, chess checkers, rugby, cricket, that type of stuff. I could bend the ear of a Royal Navy admiral who basically did everything uh, for uh, many hours, but I realized that we need to get back to the sports, so we're going to do that. We talk about baseball, are we going to even have it, football, more people have opted out of the NFL season, yikes, it, uh, it's a little gloomy, outside of the fact that my team's in first place, playing 750 ball, whoop whoop. But um, I don't know. Are we going to have a four-game season? Are we going to have makeup dates for the Marlins? It's just, um, I guess we're just taking it one day at a time. But, I mean, as I, I actually tweeted it yesterday, if you have an entire team that has the virus, then it, it just means that everybody's going to get it eventually, right? Maybe not everybody, but, you know, as I said, you got one or two guys. You know, this guy's out, that guy's out, and it's like, okay, go quarantine. We'll, we'll party on Garth. And it's like, no, we got 17 guys. I'm like, all right. Well, I mean, it obviously means that not only are they not going to play, the team that they were going to play are not going to play, and then the team that they did play are not going to play, and the team that's visiting the team that they played are not going to play because they're going to play the team that they just played. Who's on first? I don't know who's on second. I'll tell you later who's on third. This is who go. All right, 1-800-878-PLAY. Big shout-out to our troops listening in the United States Navy. Doing a great job. Go Navy. Also, on the TuneIn app, the iHeartRadio app, the Stitcher app. Normally Twitch, but we ain't in the studio. And the Twitter's at Rick Tittle. Come on back.
I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant Instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800 800- 426-2301. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 Hour 2 of titillating sports You thought it couldn't get any better But it's better Rick Tittle is back He's so great I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Check me out, girl. 1-800-878-PLAY. We got open lines until 10-4, good buddy. That's 10-40. We'll bring in Bruce Marshall and talk a little bit about the Okay. Yep, about that for today. 1-800-878-PLAY. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, as I mentioned, uh, Major League Baseball is in a bit of a quandary. But let me tell you a little interesting story about Major League Baseball when it comes to ownership groups 
Um, I actually saw somebody dumb enough to say, you can't use the term minority owner anymore. It's racist. Minority does not mean person of color. It just means smaller group. Majority, minority. I know it has a pejorative to it after all these years. But if you look at Bolshevik, majority, Menshevik, minority, that's all it means. It doesn't mean communist. These things get a little bit twisted sometimes. Occidental means West, Oriental means East, but Oriental now is a term that we don't use. It's just imagine what the lexicon is at the time. But every team is always looking for a minority ownership. And why would they? Let's say you're the Steinbrenners and you own the Yankees. Why would you look for more owners? Well, this is how it works. An owner can come in and if any is available, like if a guy owns 1%, they can divide that four ways. You can buy a quarter of 1%, in other words, 0.25% of the team. Uh, a friend of mine costs you about, literally, about $5 million. I mean, it's a multi-billion dollar operation. So, or I should say, over a billion dollar operation. So what do you get for $5 million? Well, you get a luxury box, and you get to call yourself a Yankee owner, and you don't get to go to any of the board meetings, but you get to see the minutes <laughs> emailed to you after a board meeting. So you're an owner, but you kind of not. Now, usually there's like one big owner. And then he says, you know, hey, I'll sell you a quarter percent. If you're one of those owners, why would you do that? Well, you basically just sold the Skybox for $5 million is what you did. That's all you did. Who cares if you had 0.25% that goes to that guy now? You just got $5 million for doing nothing outside of selling a sky. How much would a skybox cost you for the season? For a whole season? I don't know, 300K. How much money did you just make instead of 300K on that skybox? I keep saying skybox because I'm born in the 60s. Luxury suite, I should say. Well, I bring it up because the Kansas City Royals have a new minority owner, and his name is Patrick Mahomes, who's going all in on Kansas City. 24 years old. Super Bowl champ, Super Bowl MVP, and if he hits his incentives, a 10-year, $503 million contract. That's right, half a billion dollars. But we now have a statement from the Kansas City Royals. And the Kansas City Royals have said, Kansas City Royals today welcome the newest member of the team's ownership group, Kansas City Chiefs quarterback, Super Bowl MVP, Patrick Mahomes. We are very proud and excited to have Patrick as our partner in the ownership group of this franchise, said John Sherman, chairman and CEO and principal owner. Along with the rest of Kansas City, I have watched Patrick compete and become an extraordinary leader both on and off the football field. Sherman noted that Mahomes spent a lot of time in clubhouses as a kid, as his dad, Pat, pitched for 11 seasons in Major League Baseball. Consistent with the entirety of our ownership group, he has a deep commitment to Kansas City and a real passion for the game of baseball, dating back to his childhood. I'm honored to become a part of the Kansas City Royals, said Patrick Mahomes. I love this city and the people of this great town. This opportunity allows me to deepen my roots in this community, which is something I'm excited to do. He's proven himself to be one of the top professional athletes and competitors anywhere, and he's built a championship culture, Sherman concluded. 
He loves football. He also grew up loving the game of baseball. We look forward to many years of a winning partnership. I'm sure somebody will say, well, didn't he hit 100 on the gun? Maybe we can uh, bring him on in. Bring him on in, girl. Woo! Why not? I mean, I was thinking the other day, Colin Kaepernick hit 100 on the gun when he was in high school down in Turlock, California. Once again, he hit 100 on the gun. And why wouldn't you just say to Colin, um, you know, do you want to uh, you want to maybe pitch for us? <laughs> um, what, you know, would you do it if you're Kaepernick? I don't know. Maybe he would. Um, I I would I would be interested. I think not not if you're Patrick Mahomes. That would be pretty stupid. That would be pretty stupid. But if you're him, I mean, eh, you could do it. Could you go? Could you go both ways? I don't know. His dad, of course, that's where we know the name Mahomes. I always want to spell it with an L, like Mahomes. Um, but uh, you know, good for him. You, you, the first thing you want to do when you get a big contract is not blow it. Um, but there's different ways of blowing it. Now, what does that mean? Well, you don't want to go out and buy $300 pair of socks and a fur sink like Steve Martin. You know, or you don't want to go out and buy 10 houses and get 10 mortgages. And actually, a good way to spend your money is to actually acquire things. So if you get a signing bonus of $30 million and you buy a $5 million house, Buy it. That is the one thing that athletes like a Donald Foyle who help with people, um, professional athletes deal with sports. You, you don't want to be making payments on things if you can buy it and still remain rich. So that's actually, if you buy a house in a good neighborhood, that is a great investment. You got a $30 million signing bonus. Buy a house for $5 million. You own it. And that means if your world comes crumbling down, and you end up with Alex Smith's leg. Did you see the pictures of Alex Smith's leg? Remember we heard that maybe he might die, the infection was so bad? It looks like not even an exhumed corpse. It looked like something that quite literally a wolf had chewed on in the forest, and then it, it rained for a week. It, it's hideous the way Alex Smith's leg looked. I give him a lot of credit for wanting to play again, and, and I give a lot of credit to the doctors infections you know you can say how did he get an infection it happens unfortunately it's a tragic thing whenever they cut you open an infection can get in but anyway where was i oh yeah alex smith's um, wolf leg which is <laughs> which is pretty horrible but buy that house and then if things go south you've got a five million dollar house and even if you take a bath and have to sell it for two million well, you got $2 million. So Patrick Mahomes, um, obviously he loves baseball. He grew up in clubhouses, like Sherman said. And whether they approached him or he approached them, he now is part owner of the Royals. That is a really cool thing to invest in. But the other thing is Mahomes is at the point now where he doesn't have to invest crap, not unless he wants to be Jeff Bezos. 
he has enough money for the next ten generations of, of Mahomes, <laughs> like into next few centuries if they play their cards right, unless somebody blows all of it. But what a cool thing to invest in. I mean, that really is. You own to own a baseball team in that town, and he knows he's going to be in that town for another decade. He's not going anywhere. They're not trading him. Um, so that to me is one, I'm not a Royals fan, but that's one of the coolest things I think you can invest in is to become a baseball owner. So good for him. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on byline. have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin. UVB rays burn. And both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? 
Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Oh, come now. Don't be ashamed. <laughs> we all have our idiosyncrasies. you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face, he would clown you. Clown me. Welcome back to the show. 1-800-878-PLAY. You ain't got no alibi. You ugly. Girl, girl, you ugly. The New York Mets have agreed to a minor league deal with catcher Bruce Maxwell, who was the only major leaguer to kneel during the national anthem prior to this season. He apparently arrived in New York yesterday and is taking a physical and needs the needs to pass coronavirus testing that all players went through earlier this month. Um, this is his first affiliated job in baseball since the end of the 18th season when the A's cut him. Um, I was at the game where he kneeled. That was back in October of 2017. Mark Canna stood next to him, put his hand on his shoulder. I know Howard Bryant tweeted out, if you're going to leave me down there, leave me down there. Don't put your hand on my shoulder. Either kneel with me or stand next to me. But uh, when he did that, that was a full year after Kaepernick uh, had kneeled. And Maxwell, who is of African heritage, um, he's a guy that the A's drafted out of college and sent right to A ball because he could rake. Um, when he kneeled, he was still considered a rookie at 26. But, you know, he, he said at the time, the point of my kneeling is not to disrespect our military. It's not to disrespect the Constitution, not to disrespect the country. My hand was over my heart because I love this country. I have had plenty of my family members, including my father, that have bled for this country, that continue to serve for this country. At the end of the day, this is the best country on the planet. Well, it was later that year that Maxwell was arrested on felony aggravated assault. He pleaded guilty to a lesser charge and was sentenced with some community service because he had had some death threats and he was in Arizona and he called the food service delivery, canceled it. They didn't know the girl showed up and he pointed a gun at her. I saw Maxwell the night after he kneeled. We were all at the old Overland Bar down at uh, Jack London Square and he was sitting at the table with us and his friend. The whole time he was just looking at his phone. And I knew it was going on in his mind. He was just seeing the reaction, which was, of course, he knew was going to be beyond harsh. So let's see. He, you know, had been apparently raking in the Mexican League. And um, so we'll see now. The Mets, by the way, three catchers already, Wilson Ramos, Tomas Nito, and Rene Rivera. 
All right, let's go to the phone lines. We got Vince in Lafayette. How you doing, Vince? All right. Yeah, but the one thing about Maxwell, he was batting like 180 in the AAA when when he got released by the A's. I mean, it was it wasn't because of kneeling; it was his performance. And he got right. he, what happens? He shut up way way overweight, and that that's what killed him. I mean, um, when he, I guess the off season, he, it was funny. It was the pizza thing. He was probably eating a little too many pizzas in that. Uh, um, he got out of, out of shape, and I'm sure he got himself. He looks. I saw a picture of him recently. He looks a lot better in shape. So I think it was just, he got out of shape, which is you know would cost him. You know, but I, if he gets himself back in shape, he's not a bad catcher. I don't think he's all star, but he he could definitely be a backup somewhere in the league. I mean, there's no doubt about it. But he has to keep himself in shape. But that's not what I was calling about. The thing was, I, I really worry about it with the Marlins. I mean, because. What got me is I thought baseball would be the easiest one with the virus. The hardest one would probably be basketball because there's so much crush and collisions going on when you're taking the ball to the hoop. And then football would be right up there. And, you know, and hockey's not far from it. So if baseball's having a hard time with the virus, how are the other three sports going to do? I mean, that's my question. Forget the fans. I mean, how are they going to prevent the players from spreading it? Well, what, well what, there's, what, but what NHL and NBA are doing are saying, we're in a bubble, no one has it, and we're not letting anybody in, so there's no way we can affect, infect each other. That's the model anyway. In baseball, everybody's out there willy-nilly. I mean, you're in your hotel, but you're not in any kind of control bubble. You're getting on planes, you're traveling, you're brushing against everyday people in airports and things. So there's no bubble. So I think the model anyway for the NBA and NHL is that none of us are infected. And if you are, you're immediately out. So why don't, I mean, I, I, mean, I don't understand this with baseball, why they have to play at home. Why don't they do the same thing? Because I, I went with the Phoenix with my son about six weeks ago, I'm not hopping on another plane until this crap is over. I mean, it was, uh, you hear, somebody was coughing the back of the plane. It was like half full going there and it's about three quarters full coming back. But there's no, no way I'm going on another airplane after, you know, I heard so many cough and you go, man, this thing's like a, you know, you know how tight an airplane is. You know, somebody, even today, I mean, I had my mask on and everything. I'm, I'm trying to be super careful, but. You don't know what's going on. One idiot could sit there screw screw it up for the uh, airplane. I, I just think baseball. I mean, it sounds really great playing home, but you really can't go see them. So why don't they just you know keep like the West Coast teams in like one city and just play all the games there? Oh, it's too late now. That was there. We were already underway. Yeah, I mean that's that could backfire because I'm telling you, the airplanes. I thought the um the. Uh, team had their own airplane is that what it is i mean i thought like the A's have their own airplane and every team has their own airplane isn't that true they or they, they, they do before? but the players aren't in the bubble so that means the guy goes to his house he has to make sure his wife or roommates or kids don't have it and then he gets on the plane so it's not like it's oh. medically sealed yeah oh i see i see what you're saying well, they have to get more careful, I guess, in baseball. I mean, see, that's that throws me off too because I was, you know, with my kid and stuff. I wanted to play football, and I'm going, you know, because you know, I guess, I mean, I'm in a bubble too. I was with the bubble with my kid. I didn't, really didn't care what was going on in the rest of the world. I was sitting there just having fun watching them, you know, performing sports. Because I know once he goes off to college, it's going to be pretty difficult unless he's playing close by. So I was in my bubble, but now my bubble got smashed. So I, I don't know how they how the kids going to do this 
sports? Because they're talking about doing it in the winter. Is it going to be any different in the winter than it is now that they're playing football? Well, I mean, if you talk to a guy like Anthony Fauci, he would probably tell you it would be worse in the winter because that's cold and flu season. So I do not know. Yeah, and they're saying all the sports are going to be okay. They're going to do the basketball. They're going to be – and I mean, that's what they said in our letter from the Maramani or Aquiline School District. You know, but they postponed the football from winter to the uh, winter, and they're going to play all the sports in the winter, like basketball's going to get played and football's going to get played. And I'm thinking – well, I don't even know if they're going to school. They they said the school's like month to month, so they make a decision every month. And it's just like, I don't know. I shouldn't be complaining about it, but it, it makes me like, I feel like a jerk because I'm complaining about a sport and I'm watching people get sick and some people even... I don't know. You don't have to always put in things into perspective. You should complain about it. That sucks. And for me, going to an all-boy Catholic high school in a bad area of Richmond, California... If I didn't have sports, I would be out of my mind with rage. So don't feel bad complaining. In the grand scheme of things, there's always something more important, I know. But no, he, he has every right to be upset. I mean, I know. I, I, but I, I mean, I, I'll tell you a good story. I like to tell you a happy story. All right. So I had uh, landscaping done in my house, and I uh, hired you know, Latinos to do it. But I always treat them with respect. You know, have them come inside the house, go to this fake bathroom. You know, we had drinks, lunches there. We ate together and stuff. So my son, wants, he speaks fluent Spanish, and uh, he decided he wants to go into the landscaping business. So he's only, he just turned 16, so he hired him. He speaks Spanish to the workers. They speak English back because they're learning the language. And um, he's a really good worker. And um, now he wants to get his contractor's license when he hits 18, and he wants to uh, get architect design. So they're going to work together, you know, especially if he gets his uh, – uh, contractor's license, he could use that license and he could, you know, expand his business. So, I mean, so you never know. I, I always joke with my son, I go, you never treat anybody bad because that person could be your boss down the road. So it was, you know, a happy story. And he, you know, he hired him and they're working together. And so he's doing that during, uh, d- uh, during this coronavirus, but he's still playing his sport. So he lets him off during his time and he has to play his football and his baseball and stuff. So, I mean, it's, um, you know, so, you know, he's having fun doing that. So, I don't know. It's a small world. But I was just the good news is you always uh, treat people with respect because you never know. And it's, um, you know, uh, yeah. that's where and, I and would, I'm sure you would say treat people with respect no matter what, even if they're not going to be your boss. But how cool is it that your son is bilingual? I can speak a little German, a little French, a little Spanish, but I am not bilingual. I would love to be fluent in another language. Yeah, and, and he, the funny is he's speaking every day the Spanish, and like I said, they speak back to him in English. I just, it's just funny as hell watch them talk because they're, they're working on their English, so they want to speak back. So they're, it's like you're speaking Spanish and they're speaking English, and it's, um, he gets a lot of uh, Spanish stories. But, I mean, that's one thing I, I heavily disagree with our president with is um, they got to do something about, uh, um, you know, this uh, – uh, making legal or having the people here are working and stuff. It's just not fair. I mean, it, and I don't want to sound like, you know, get off, you know, high horse or whatever, but it, it just, they should just pe- treat people like anybody else wants to get treated. I mean, if you're in Mexico, you'd want to get the hell out of there and you get over here and you want to work. Yeah. I mean, well, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> run Vince, but as always, thanks for the call. That's Vince out in Lafayette and the lines are open. We're going to go to Bruce Marshall next. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on sports Byland.
goes on. And Staples has everything to start the year right. Notebooks to sanitizer, laptops to masks. All at amazing prices. This week, 10 packs of Crayola Fine Tip Markers and Staples Exclusives Crayola 12-pack markers and 12-pack colored pencils with sharpener are just 97 cents each. Shop in-store, pick up curbside, or order online. School on, save on at Staples. Ends 831. While supplies last, limit 30 in-store. Limits vary online. Curbside available in most stores. Tired of the same old hat? CoverageGear.com is the top destination to find the hats and gear you need to represent your favorite pro teams and players. Head to CoverageGear.com with the promo code radio and grab a cap with the iconic jersey number of the all-time greats and current stars from the NBA, NFL, MLB, and more. These classic hats come in the font and style of the superstars team. So with the number 30 from Golden State, number 2 from the Yankees, number 23 from the Bulls, or a number 12 from the Packers, CoverageGear.com will help you honor the legends of yesterday and today. Check out our collection of dad hats, trucker caps, beanies, stickers, and more. Use promo code RADIO and get 20% off. That's promo code RADIO at CoverageGear.com. CoverageGear.com. We've got you covered. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. With the real estate market evolving, realtors stand ready to help. Realtors are an expert voice of reason in changing times, and they're working in new ways to guide you through virtual showings and safe closings, to be your ally in the fight for mortgage relief, to understand a neighborhood the way no algorithm can. That's the role of a realtor. This is a real estate season like no other, and realtors are ready. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. As Gotch brings it in, Sharks get it out. Here's a breakaway. Patrick Marlowe scores! about anything else when you've got Rick Tittle on the radio. Bruce Marshall of the Gold Sheet, our very good friend in Vegas, joins us every week, usually on Tuesdays at this time, to talk about what's going on in the National Hockey League. 
And Bruce, you made a good point last um, show when I was asking about Toronto could have hockey but no baseball. And you said, well, the hockey guys are in a bubble and the baseball players are flying around willy-nilly. And we saw the result of that with what happened with the Marlins. So fingers crossed, do you think not only the NBA, but as we're talking about the National Hockey League, we can get these things going in Toronto and Edmonton? Yes, I do think so, Rick, because the way the NHL is structured, and we touched upon it, like you said, last week. I, the more I think about it, though, I, I'm really happy. Uh, we'll see how it works in Toronto, uh, but I'm really happy about the whole Edmonton thing. They, they've got a very low incidence rate up there of COVID in Edmonton. Uh, uh, the bubble is the way to do this if you can keep it if you can keep it sterilized enough, and you're not having the guys uh, moving around. It, it is just there's so many factors that come into it. It just uh, multiplies exponentially. People you can come in contact with at airports, and all. It, it's uh, it's very tricky. And the numbers of people, players too. This is something the NFL's gonna have to worry about too at some point, especially since they've got a lot more players to worry about. And they're going to try to do their best, but they're not going to be in a bubble either. Um, but the NH- NBA is going to try it out. But I really like what the NHL's doing. And I especially like the fact they went to Edmonton instead of Las Vegas for the western half of it because Edmonton has been a pretty clean place for the most part. And I, I think that was actually a very shrewd move by the, NF- by the NHL to at least do the western half up in Edmonton. I'm all for it. Now, uh, mostly, you know, we've been talking about baseball and the NFL and basketball, as we usually do in this country, and hockey is kind of laid low. But a bit of a shocker over the weekend when John Chaka quit as general manager of the Coyotes, and it became uh, official on, um, on Sunday. But this is a guy, they hired him when he was 26. He founded this He's a former junior hockey player, and he founded this company called Statleets. And it was, you know, of course, the trend of giving analytics the prominent place in front offices with these young guys. Um, And they're on the verge of playing the Preds here in a couple days. And he quit. And now we're trying to figure out why. Because on the one hand, the Coyotes put out a statement saying they were very disappointed uh, with the timing, and they're moving forward with Steve Sullivan as the interim GM. Um, there was uh, other people on the inside saying that John Chaka is a liar and a quitter. Apparently, after signing a deal that would keep him there about three or four more years, he wanted out and wanted to go to a new place. And then he uh, says, though, the real truth will come out at some point. It's It's very odd, but from what it looks like, the Coyotes really wanted him to stay, and he really wanted to leave. There's got to be more to this, Rick, and, and it just seems so odd because you talk about a, a, a team that seemed to be on the ascent. Um, I mean, they, they needed this expanded uh, playoff roster to get in the playoffs, but they're at least there. And, I mean, at times this season, I thought the Coyotes really were uh, had some injuries along the way, too. Uh, look really good and, and like dangerous. I like what they've got going on in gold. The Taylor Hall trade was very shrewd, I thought. And I don't know. I mean, the, the timing is more than a bit odd on this. I mean, uh, even if even if we weren't, if we had finished the season normally, you know, this late in the summer for a GM to quit like that for a team that seemed to be on the ascent seems a little bit odd. Well, I guess we'll find out more about this in the uh, in the long run, but in the short run here, the Coyotes got to get ready to face the Preds, which I think is one of the more intriguing first-round matchups in the West. 
up in Edmonton, and uh, I, I've talked to a few people who think Arizona might be able to pull an upset in a round or two in this thing. So uh, let's keep. Uh, I, I don't short term. I don't know that the strike is departure is going to mean much, but I think we'll find more about this out as we go down the road. Since we last spoke, Seattle has um, landed on a name. Their franchise, which will begin in 2021, will be called the Seattle Kraken. And I know we were talking, at least I was kind of leaning towards sockeyes because you could sock a guy in the eye in hockey, and it was also a fish. But we don't know if there was a copyright thing with the lady writing the romance novels. But look, Kraken is a, it's a great name. They could have gone totems. They could have gone old school. But I think when you, when you talk about marketing, which is such a huge part of sports in America and buying gear on fanatics.com or whatever, Kraken this stuff is really going to move. So I think this was a smart piece of business to give them yeah. a unique, unique name. I think so. Even my four-year-old grandson knew of a Kraken from one of his little, little boy books. And, uh, uh, he's all <laughs> excited about it, even though he doesn't really know much about hockey, but, uh, now I'm hoping, I mean, I've seen a lot, I've seen the uniforms are kind of neat. They got these different colors of blue and that aspects kind of neat. And I'm seeing some of the other, Logos. It looks like a bunch of water. I want to see this squid octopus thing, uh, which yeah. could be <laughs> the most frightening looking or cool uh, logos. Uh, but I want to see more of this, the Kraken, because uh, he's got tentacles coming out and he's a pretty, pretty ferocious looking thing. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. And not just, uh, I mean, the water's nice, but uh, I want to see the Kraken. I want to see what the lo- what the uh, mascot's going to look like when they get that arena. By the way, that they're they're on course at this arena up there, and that's the old key arena. But we've talked about it before. It's a architectural marvel what they're doing with that thing. They have kept that roof, and you've been up to Seattle before. You know what it looks like there, right beneath the Space Needle, part of the World's Fair thing. Looks sort of like that that, that teepee sort of style, but they've kept the roof, kept it supported, and they built the whole new arena underneath it. So it's an architectural marvel going on there in Seattle, and uh, next season uh, we'll get to see it in person. Yeah, I remember when the Sharks came in, they didn't have, they had the name, they didn't have the logo yet, and so I remember buying a black sweatshirt that said San Jose Sharks, and the it was just teeth, and then we had to wait to see what the actual logo was going to be, and then we we really loved it. A couple more questions for Bruce Marshall of the Gold Sheet, talking NHL as he is in Vegas. Um, Boston Bruins um, forward Brad Marchand, a guy who likes to do a lot. He's a very effective little scrappy player. If he's on your team, you love him. If he's not on your team, you hate him. He'll lick you and do some weird things. But he said, um, quote, I believe it's going to be really sloppy hockey, to be honest with you. We've been off four or five months, whatever it's been, and it takes more than a couple of weeks to get it all back and be at the top of your game. And the ice conditions are not going to be good in the middle of summer. So I just don't think it's going to be great hockey. The thing that gets me there, Bruce, is that, yes, I mean, how is anybody going to be at their best no matter what they do if they take almost half a year off? But the whole thing about summer ice, I am of the opinion, now I'm a California kid, but if you're in a rink, isn't it just as cold? Is the ice really different in the summer? That one kind of surprised me. Well, I, I, from talking to people who do, do ice, it would seem that, but there's uh, different things with the air and the density of the water in the air and the heat has something to do with it. I, I don't know that Edmonton's going to be as bad. I, I mean, I know, I mean, they, they got, um, uh, let's say, I mean, down in Florida, I mean, they have, when, when, when the Lightning or the Panthers get in the playoffs, and it's because of the salinity in the air, 
uh, that still gets into the bill, they got a heck of a time keeping the ice, and it's not necessarily because of anything there other than the, the density of the air and the, the amount of salinity in it, because you're right by the water down in Florida. So I don't know how it would work up in uh, Edmonton. It, it, it's, it's, there's some other factors, and it's having to do with what's, you know, the, the density of the air and all that. Uh, but it, the thing is, it's the same for every team. I mean, it, that, that shouldn't work to any team's advantage or disadvantage. They'll, both teams and all teams, all 24 teams, are going to be playing on the same ice surface. So it, that, that shouldn't be an advantage or disadvantage to anybody. And if it gets, well, it, Rick, you can know, I mean, the stadium series, we've seen some of those, not all of them, uh, but some of those, uh, we, we've seen the ice conditions go from, uh, uh, poor to very poor sometimes in those outdoor conditions. So uh, it, it, that's something they got to watch. But it doesn't necessarily make it less fun to watch because sometimes it makes it a little bit more crazy, and that's okay. And then finally, um, when you look at the Phase 3 testing that they have done uh, for coronavirus in this NHL bubble, which was July 18th through the 25th, just a few days ago, they had a couple of positive tests, but none of them were players. So if this model is going to work, meaning like we were all tested, we can all basically spit in each other's mouths and we're not going to get each other infected because we're not infected. This is something that if they can keep it at 0%, every other league would be drooling over what hockey's been able to accomplish here. Yes, I think so, Rick. I think I think they've done as, as good as they can do with it. I mean, it's not—it's obviously not the optimal situation for anybody. But the NHL, I think, has made the best they can of the situation. And like I said, I go back to the part the at least the Edmonton half. I think that was an inspired move to go up there um, because you got first of all the players aren't going to be tempted to get out of the bubble, and they and they put some real, real uh, stringent penalties in there for guys who leave. But uh, it's just in a, in a place that doesn't have that much of a problem with it right now. And I think that was an absolutely brilliant move going up there to Edmonton. I think they've got a better chance to finish the NHL than they do any of these other sports coming up. And the NBA might be close behind it, and then the NFL are way back. But the NHL, I think, has got the best chance to wrap this thing up, and I'm very excited about it. All right. The gold sheet, um, the prem has uh, wrapped up, but uh, hopefully we're going to get college football going. What else is going on with the gold sheet.com? Baseball, baseball, baseball. How about it? The Giants beat the Dodgers twice. Isn't that something? Um, so yeah. we've got baseball going, at least for now, and trying, and uh, it's kind of gripping, and we've got picks up there. At, and there's some things happening. I mean, watch these Padres. I'm telling you, they're going to be kind of dangerous. Uh, watch that at uh, uh, we got picks up there again now at uh, goldtree.com and my picks also at Vegas Insider and donbest.com. How about my first place Oakland A's playing 750 ball? Yes, A's look good, man. Look really good. <laughs> All right, Bruce. Thanks for your time. Bruce Marshall, everybody in Vegas. Check out thegoldsheet.com. And Bruce, we'll talk to you next week, my friend. Okay, Ricky. All right, good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break and come on back on Sports Byline.
Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help we offer a complete 100 unconditional client satisfaction guarantee make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all you have nothing to lose so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation 800-880-7167 800-880-7167 that's 800-880-7167 Paid for by Airtime Media. Wait! She must have meant 10 o'clock at night. Do you think? Why would she have you meet her in a bar at 10 in the morning? (laughs) I just figured she was a raging alcoholic. I wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. Oh, thanks for that. Um, just got a 
text from my uh, my old boss about the Raiders um, and their new flagship KOMP. If you're listening in Vegas, that's 92.3. That'll be the flagship station comp. Um, that is a uh, rock station. And also 920 The Game on the AM dial is changing its name to Raider Nation Radio. 9:20 a.m. A 24/7 sports talk station that will have Raider content 24 hours a day, and uh, that's a lot. They're going to be having the Pritch and Clay show. Mike Pritchard and Clay Baker. They're going to have JT the Brick, who's down there. He'll have the coaches show with John Gruden. They'll also have uh, the beat writer review with Vincent Bonsignori. Um, but it's interesting. I was reading this plus release. It said adding Raider Nation Radio 920 AM to the Las Vegas Sports Network speaks volumes to the company's commitment to deliver first-rate sports talk in Las Vegas. Program director Kyle Engelhart remarked, "Kyle Engelhart is one of my old producers at 95.7 The Game and a really smart guy, a really good guy. So I'm not surprised he is a PD somewhere." So that's exciting for Kyle, and he's definitely a guy who can handle it. As I said, uh, he's a very bright guy and um, good guy, too. But he remarked, ESPN Las Vegas and Fox Sports Las Vegas already deliver the best Golden Knights and NFL coverage in the Valley, and our new partnership with the Raiders will help give our listeners a look inside Las Vegas's newest team. We'll also have a morning show with Tyler Bischoff and Ed Graney. Once again, I don't know these gentlemen, but if you're in Vegas uh, listening to me right now on KSHP, I'm sure that you do. And um, so, yeah, the uh, the station out here uh, <laughs> kicked the Raiders out. And I'll throw this, I'll throw myself a bone. The last broadcast in the history of the Oakland Raiders was me doing the postgame show by myself, after the end of last season on the flagship at the time, and the last thing I said, and I didn't have anything planned, but I said, and with that, we say goodbye to the Oakland Raiders. That's how I ended it, and it's over. It sucks. Okay. I'm Rick Tittle. we got another hour together. Come on back. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health 
health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts, and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free, guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you so much, and uh, welcome back to the show. We still have another hour with you. Coming up on uh, the next couple weeks, iconic film director John Waters with his pencil mustache will join us. Also told coming up week after this next week, we're going to have Joe Montana again, and it's been a long time since I had Joe Montana. I want to say 2002 I had Joe Montana. In other words, it's been quite some time. That'll be cool. Um, your calls, though, are welcome right now. How about that? This whole hour, well, I should say, the first 40 minutes of the hour is open. We're going to bring in Brett Rapkin. That's a wrap. I wonder if he says that as a director. He directed HBO's The Weight of Gold at uh, the Olympics. And I want to ask him about being an American Olympian, which is so much different than being an Olympian in any other country. And that's just what that means is not America's the best. It just means that but every other country, the government has subsidies and training facilities dedicated supporting their athletes, and uh, we don't. I mean, we have Colorado Springs, but the, uh, the United States government is not going to pay for that. If you make the Olympic team, they'll pay for your flight and buy you some sweatpants and a swimsuit. But uh, no, there is no, like in China, they have with their... Uh, gymnastics they have these little girls who come in at three four years old and they start training and they go through this meat grinder and then that's why china puts out these outstanding gymnasts so we don't have that here you got to go down to the caroli ranch and pay through the nose and learn the hard way so we'll talk to brett but other than that the lines are open 1-800-878-PLAY around the world 00-800-878-PLAY if you're listening on the American Forces Radio Network, we certainly appreciate all that you do in our military. And um, I always thought I was going to be in the military. I wasn't. I'm embarrassed by that. So this is why I bow down to those who did serve, doing a great job. I was all about me. I want to be the quarterback, and I don't want to go to a military base. I know. Right, I'm a wimp. So come on in and let's talk. Also, Twitter at Rick Tittle. You can get that way as well. Come on back on Byline. This summer, turn your yard into the perfect getaway. Whether it's a lawn spruce up, a fresh coat of paint, or a s'mores-worthy patio upgrade, HomeAdvisor has the best landscapers, painters, handymen, and more to get the job done right. With the HomeAdvisor app, it's never been easier to check prices, schedule, and pay for hundreds of everyday home projects in just seconds. For any project you're dreaming of, you can count on HomeAdvisor. So get the HomeAdvisor app, and we'll do everything to fix up your everything. 
O'Reilly Auto Parts can help make your auto maintenance easier. So when your car isn't stopping like it used to, our professional parts people will help you find the brake parts and supplies to do the job right the first time. Right now, get 15% off a set of brake vest pads and two rotors, plus O'Reilly Brake Cleaner, two for $5. Stop by or visit O'ReillyAuto.com today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week, and I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721-855-715-5721-855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. All right, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast, border to border, around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. We are here for you, and we're here to talk sports. And uh, if you'd like to tweet at me, you can tweet at uh, the uh, Twitter. That's what usually, that's what usually works at uh, 1-800-878-PLAY. So um, looking at the opt-out tracker, if you like, amongst NFL players, um, remember the high-risk individuals could opt out and receive a $350,000 stipend. Those less at risk would receive a a $150,000 stipend. Players have the ability to opt out later in the season as well. 
in the event that a family member would get sick. And additionally, they have player contract tolls as well, so they can get closer free agency. We saw that Laurent Duvenet Tadif became the first player to opt out. That's the Chiefs' starting guard. That was on Friday. And uh, by the way, the regular season is supposed to start September 10th with Texans at Chiefs <clears throat> uh, in about less than five weeks. So far, we can look at the list. 49ers, nobody. Bears, defensive tackle, Eddie Goldman. Bengals, none. More about the Bengals in a second. Bills, uh, star Lotalele. Broncos, Kyle Pico. Browns, nobody. Bucks, nobody. Cards, nobody. Chargers, nobody. Chiefs, I said Tardif. Colts, no one. Cowboys, wide receiver Stephen Guidry and cornerback Maurice Kennedy. Dolphins, none. Eagles, wide receiver Marquise Goodwin. Falcons, nobody. Washington football team. Defensive lineman Caleb Brantley. Giants, none. Jags, none. Jets, none. Lions, none. Pack, none. Panthers, none. Raiders, none. Rams, none. But the Panthers, safety Patrick Chun. Linebacker Dante Hightower. Offensive tackle Marcus Cannon. Running back Brandon Bolden. Fullback Danny Vitale. Offensive lineman Najee Turan. Obviously, when you talk about the Patriots' defense, no Dante Hightower, no Patrick Chung. Massive losses. Ravens, offensive tackle Andre Smith. and Wide receiver DeAnthony Thomas. The Saints, tight end Cole Wick. Seahawks, offensive guard Chance Warmack. Steelers, nobody. Uh, Texans, Eddie Vander does. A defensive lineman out of UCLA, and I always wondered what Andy Vander does. The Raiders drafted him, and he was a big nobody. Out of Placer High, by the way, Auburn, California. Titans, offensive tackle Anthony McKinney, and the Vikings, Michael Pierce on the defensive line. They've opted out so far. So hardest hit, I say the Patriots. Let's go to the phone lines. Let's go to our man in Manhattan. It's Charlie. How you doing? Rick, how are you? You, I just was going to call, and you... Uh... You read my mind as uh, NFL players are starting to opt out. So it's interesting how that, how this will impact certain teams. Obviously, the Patriots' defense has been, you know, now with a questionable, you know, going into the season of how they do overall. And you, you lose Chung and Hightower, that's that's big for them. And uh, so it would be interesting to see, you know, again, like same with these other sports, if Trout had opted out playing for the Angels, you know, you go from a potentially a playoff team to a, you know, you wouldn't say a last place team, but if a big star player, you know, it's the psychology of it, do they feel pressure to have to play? Uh, if they're the marquee player on that team or if they're, uh, you know, uh, I don't want to say an also ran player, but you know, uh, a player of not, uh, not a star player, that won't be as missed. It's easier for them to leave. But, you know, I, I bet you if you gave uh, Trout some soda, was it sodium ethanol, you, he, he might say, you know what, I, I could afford to sit out the year and I'm having a baby and, uh, you know, I might rather be home. But did he feel pressure in in coming? I don't know. I'm, ju I'm just throwing stuff out there. He may, you know, he may, you know, he may very well have just wanted to play. But it's uh, it's interesting how, how this will play out you know in the NFL um, with baseball 
they had originally they were going to have a bubble. They were going to play in similar to basketball, you know, hockey and basketball. Why? Did, I know Florida and Arizona were then became two of the hottest, hardest hit spots recently. But why didn't they pick two other locations? I think it's because the way that the Disney World complex is designed with all the amenities and hotels and sports fields, that was the one that had everything. It happened to be in a state that was hit hard, but I mean, they could have picked California, who two months ago, California was the shining pride of the United States COVID response, and now California looks like Florida. So you, <laughs> I think they picked right. Orlando because it, it had everything. No, and, and obviously that's why I do think basketball and hockey will succeed because of that. And like, you know, like you were saying, you know, you go home, you're playing in your home city and you go home or you socialize with someone and boom, you get, you know, you get the virus, you, you come into the clubhouse and you infect, you know, half the team. So, uh, you know, and, that, and I assume that, you know, that's, that potentially can happen with football, but um Anyway, and, and regarding football, I just with regards to the Raiders, Mark Davis uh, mentioned a couple of weeks ago. He's all, uh, and, and it's almost like justified irony. He's all or nothing. If they don't allow fans into the stadium, he's not going to show up. And I'm like, you know what? Good, good. Don't don't show up. Sort of a little uh, justified that their inaugural season in Vegas will probably be played in an empty uh, stadium, but uh, for whatever it's worth. I'm not, I'm not as a big fan. As, uh, I don't dislike him maybe as much as you do, but I'm not the biggest Mark Davis fan either. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Anything else, my friend? No, that's it, Rick. That's all I had. Thank you, man. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Thanks for the call. I appreciate the effort. And that effort is calling 1-800-878-PLAY. I know Mark Davis had said something about maybe canceling the season as well. And I, I kind of thought, well, that just means the stadium's not ready. <laughs> because there's no way he'd want to cancel the season. Um, no, I'm not a Mark Davis fan. I don't hate him on a personal level. Uh, I don't think he's an evil person. I just hate what he did. You know? It's like Lou Wolf. I, I, Lou Wolf, the owner of the A's, now owner emeritus, but he was always very polite with me. Very, very polite guy. Very. He, he came on my show. I can't think of... Uh, Another owner who's come on my show. I mean, I Jim Crane told me he would, and then he didn't uh, at a cocktail party. But uh, <laughs> I just I hate what Lou Wolf was trying to do. But you know, as I said, it's this quandary that we attach our heartstrings to a sports team, but then they're owned by some guy or some lady. You know, and it's so weird and they can do whatever they want with it because they own it. But it's just it doesn't feel like they own it, uh, but they do. So, yeah, it's uh, and, you know, as they, you know, his best thing that ever happened to him by his own admission. And I said it before he said it publicly. It's pretty easy to figure out was that he did not have to share a stadium in Carson, California with the Chargers, which was his plan. Can you imagine that? He'd rather share Carson with the division blood rival than have Oakland by himself. I mean, the idiocy in that stupid head of his, and he is really stupid. I mean, majestically dumb. And then the last game, my buddy Scott Reese interviews him on the field and says, any melancholy, nostalgic moments? And he went, nope, we went through this in 82. I got nothing to say. All right, Mark. Uh, great guy.
All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back. Sports Bot. Who's watching? Tell me who's watching. Who's watching me? We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have Debt Destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain, they know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800-426-2301. 426-2301. I joined the Army because my father and my brother were in the Army. I thought I'd better join before I got drafted. Son, uh, there ain't no draft no more. There was one?
goes Commando. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Brett Rapkin, HBO's Weight of Gold, will be joining us coming up in the next segment. First of all, I want to give a shout out to my San Jose Earthquakes. As I said, they've been very impressive in this restart. The MLS is back tournament. <clears throat> they had their first knockout game last night, and they destroyed Real Salt Lake. A dumb name. But anyway, they destroyed Real Salt Lake 5-2. to two. It was 1-1 at the half, and then they went nuts. But I, I watched that game, and... So many times when I watch MLS, I'm disappointed because I'm used to watching the Premier League and I'm like, God, these guys suck. And you see people completely unmarked in the box. You see guys who can't trap a pass. You see guys who miss sitters. And it's to be expected, I guess. The quality is not going to be the same. But that game, and it's funny, they scored three in the second half. Even Wando got on the short score sheet. But the Quakes in that first half played the best I think I've ever seen them play, even when they were the clash. And even when they won two cups with Landon Donovan, that the that guy, Magnus Eriksson, the Swede in the middle in the engine room, the passing, the one-touch passing, I got to give Almeida a lot of credit because they looked fantastic. And it was kind of a bad bounce and a bad piece of defending that led to the second goal, which was literally seconds after Espinosa opened things up with a really nice goal. But they've got to be the form team now. And it can all come crashing down. Remember the 82 uh, World Cup, how good Denmark was, first team in the best team in the first round. And then in Mexico, 86, best team in the first round. And then they lose 5 nothing to Spain. It can all come crashing down, but... <clears throat> They did not look like an MLS team. The one-touch passing, the movement off the ball, passing into space, running into space, they looked fantastic. They really did. And they have to be, as I said, a form team. 1-800-878-PLAY. I mentioned more about the Bengals, and that's because Joe Burrow, the number one overall pick, has agreed in principle to a contract pending a physical. Now, we heard that he had already agreed to a contract about five minutes after he was drafted. But now it's going to become official. It's going to be a $36.1 million contract. And he is receiving 100% of his signing bonus, $23.88 million. Now, gone are the days where a number one overall pick, like a quarterback like Jamarcus Russell or Sam Bradford, was going to make more money than a star. Remember, and Jamarcus Russell, before he took a snap, he was making more money than Heinz Ward, who was one of the best three wide receivers in football. Those crazy days are over. But <clears throat> you think about how important the position is. Just this century we're in, 15 quarterbacks have been the number one overall pick. Tyler Murray, Baker Mayfield, Andrew Luck, Michael Vick, it goes on and on. But Burrow did not get a rookie minicamp. He's the first one. He is the starting quarterback, as decided through virtual meetings with his coaching staff. But instead of getting those physical reps, his weekly virtual off-season routine has included four two-hour Zoom meetings with the staff. And they say from watching him on the monitor, he looks good. <laughs> the quarterback coach, Dan Pitcher, um, told The Athletic, everything I would have hoped to have seen in this weird format I saw 
there's that big void there of taking it to the football field and doing it, but we have evidence of him doing it at the highest level a college quarterback has ever done it six months ago. It is college football and the jump, but it's been what I expected, and he's pleasantly verified what I thought I was going to see, end quote. So the OC there is Brian Callahan. He's been talking to him, and they weren't getting a lot of physical reps done, but they just discussed the nuances of the offensive system, and they reviewed a lot of his LSU game footage, and then um, I thought this is very smart by them, and this is how the Bengals, this is what they should be doing. They're saying, what did you do in Baton Rouge that you'd like to do here? You know? Let's share your thoughts. Let's incorporate what what you do best. You know, I, that's what I would ask. What what plays did they call at LSU that you hated? And did you hate them because you thought you would suck at them, or did you hate them because you thought it was just a stupid thing? And then if you disagree and say, okay, well, that's how it's going to work for us. And then he can say, I love doing this. And then Callahan would say, that's not even in my playbook. Let's talk about it. So Burroughs said, quote, I've won everywhere that I've been. I've never had a losing season in sports from the moment I was five years old. I'm not a loser. I just want to win. Now they talk about being a coach's kid. That's a guy in Jim Burrow who, remember, he had ended his 37-year career, including 14 years at Ohio U, to watch him at USC, which I don't blame him at all. But yeah, $36 million. <clears throat> for his rookie contract, which means four years with an option for a fifth year being a first-round pick. Uh, what does that break down to? It doesn't matter what it breaks down to. He's going to get about $24 million all up front right now, which is good. Um, also, email bag, rick at sportsbyline.com. Email here from Jeremy. Rick, did you see about Stubblefield? Didn't you say you worked with him? What are your thoughts? Well, it's never fun to see somebody convicted of rape and going to jail, but whether I worked with him or not, if he really did rape someone, he belongs in jail. And I did work with Stubby, as we called him. And he was, um, you know, I didn't get to know him well, but it was in the first two years of 95-7 the game, 2011 and 2012. And, uh, you know, I worked with him now and then. But I would see him at some of our outings and stuff. And, you know, he's a very um, jovial guy, you know. He was always kind of like saying something. And, you know, he would kind of walk around tough. He'd always have his arms out just to remind everyone that he was, in fact, an NFL defensive um, MVP. But 49 years old... Um, he could face now 15 years to life in prison. A jury found him guilty of rape by force, oral copulation by force, and false imprisonment. They did acquit him of raping a person incapable of giving consent. They also determined that he used a gun during the assault, which was five years ago. So he has been remanded to jail without bail pending sentencing. What happened was in 2015, he allegedly, well now, according to the courts, they have said that he did lure a woman who was 31 years old with developmental disabilities to his home in California to babysit. 
Um, he interviewed her, then she left, and he said, come on back and let me give you 80 bucks. And uh, he raped her and then gave her the 80 bucks. This was down in Morgan Hill, which if you don't know, the Bay Area, it's a little bit south of San Jose, where a lot of players of the Niners actually live. I remember T.O. had a big home in Morgan Hill. So I said this stuff isn't fun to read about. Um, but uh, one of Stubblefield's lawyers said that he is going to be seeking a new trial because he said that she basically was a sex worker and he gave her $80 for a consensual sex. And he said, we will clear his name. We look forward to fighting this out in the courts. This is just the first battle. We expect to keep fighting Mr. Stubblefield's in innocence. Now, um, Stubby in 09 pled guilty to lying to federal officials about a performance-enhancing drug ring. Um, 2010, he was sentenced to 90 days in jail because he was stealing his former girlfriend's mail. Apparently, he told the post office that she had moved, and then he put a new change of address, which was fake. But, you know, first-round pick in 93 by the Niners, seven years there and then went on to the Redskins and had one, one last year with the Raiders. Al would always pick those old guys up, the Warren Saps, these used up guys, but, um, did win a Super Bowl with the Niners in 94, um, selected to three pro bowls and, uh, all pro season. Um, and with the Niners when he had a career high, 15 sacks before getting that big deal in Washington, D.C. Like I said, um, Stubby and I, I mean, you work with a lot of people and they go different places. I just mentioned Kyle Englehart, one of my old producers, a young guy who's now the PD in Vegas. Uh, Brandon Tierney, who I worked with, is now a big star nationally with CBS and be good for Brando. Um, but, you know, I worked with Aubrey Huff and you see what he does. You you hang around long enough, you're going to work with a lot, of, uh, a lot of characters. And like I said, um, you know, I feel bad um, for the woman who was raped. If she was a sex worker and they find out that that's what it was, then good for Stubby. But as it stands right now, he's guilty. And what can I say? If he's a rapist, he deserves to go to jail. When I come back, let's talk about other stuff. Let's talk about this HBO special, The Weight of Gold, from Brett Rapkin, the director. We'll do that next on Sports Violence. Muscle pain, body aches to strains. Blue Emu Maximum Arthritis. It works fast and you won't stink. Its unique formula with Emu Oil penetrates deep to relieve arthritis pain, sore muscles, joints, and more. Blue Emu Maximum Arthritis. It works fast and you won't stink. Find Blue Emu at Walmart, CVS, Walgreens, and other chains. Or visit blue-emu.com. Blue Emu Maximum Arthritis. It works fast, and you won't stink. 
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 at 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. I'm pretty handy around the house, but now that I have kids, I don't want to spend my Saturday installing a toilet or fixing an air conditioner. But thankfully, there's HomeAdvisor. HomeAdvisor helps me find the best home pros in my area to handle any kind of project. You can read reviews of the pros, check their availability, even book appointments online. And what my wife loves most is that HomeAdvisor is completely free to use. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app to get started. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. Tomorrow on HBO at uh, 9 o'clock Pacific and Eastern, we're going to have a uh, one-hour documentary feature film called The Weight of Gold. And uh, it is a uh, narrated and partly produced by Michael Phelps. And, of course, we're supposed to be in the Olympics in Tokyo right now. And we know that's not going on because of COVID-19. And so it's taking a look at the mental health challenges 
as well. And we're joined now by the director, Brett Rapkin. And Brett, this is not, you know, normally in the Olympics are these feel good hits, you know, stories of triumph and overcoming stuff. This, this is not a merry dance down the lane, is it? Uh, no, this is a different look at the Olympics. That's, that's for sure. But uh, a story that clearly needed to be told and, and was time to be told. So we're glad to be getting it out there uh, tomorrow night on HBO. What was the genesis behind this? Because we know Michael Phelps, you know, the greatest swimmer of all time. It's not just, you know, lollipops and, and roses and rainbows after you acquire that kind of fame. So how did this all come together? Yeah, Michael's been sharing his his journey, the especially the more challenging part of it, since 2016 or so. Uh, but it turns out that, you know, he's far from alone in what he went through, uh, which is, you know, uh, post-Olympic depression after every Olympics and, and you know, struggling with the transition uh, post-career. But the project started with really just intending to do a short documentary about Stephen Holcomb, who was the captain of the U.S. Olympic bobsled team. Uh, he had won a gold medal in Vancouver, uh, but that was after he had attempted to take his life in 2007 and survived. Um, and, you know, sadly, 12 days after I did this uh, three-hour, very emotional interview with Stephen, uh, he passed away in, in his bed at the Olympic Training Center in Lake Placid, New York, and it took some time, but uh, eventually, fortunately, we were able to, you know, pivot, uh, bring on Michael as well as all these other wonderful athletes and, and tell this important story. In the NBA in the last year or two, we've heard some athletes uh, from some athletes like DeMar DeRozan and um, also Kevin Love talking about how, you know, you guys think because we're rich and healthy and good looking that our lives are fairy tales and they're not. Well, those are guys making a lot of money who feel the pressure of that city's fan base and the ownership group. For an Olympian, not only are you representing your country, but you also know the life's, uh, the lifetime of work to get there and you might have literally 10 seconds to get it done or not, which is an amazingly intense and a different type of pressure, isn't it? It is, and I, I think it's, it's, you know, you mentioned the financial aspect. It, it's hard to talk about this subject without, you know, delving into at least a little bit the realities of, of the finances of being an Olympian in the U.S. Uh, as Apollo Ono, the legendary speed skater, you know, winningest uh, winter Olympian in American history talks about in the film, unless you're a gold medal winner, and even many of those uh, don't fall in this category, you're not making any money being an Olympian. So, you know, I thought when I watched opening ceremonies and I saw all these wonderful athletes walking out together, you know, behind the American flag that, uh, you know, they were all making at least 50 grand. They're the ones that made it to the Olympics. They're all making at least a hundred grand, but that's not the case. I mean, almost none of them actually make any sort of decent money whatsoever. A couple more questions for Brett Rapkin, director of HBO's Weight of Gold, tomorrow at 9 o'clock p.m. I've had Ono on the show. I had Holcomb on the show as well. I've talked to a lot of Olympians over the years, and, and one thing about 
the attention of our country, we usually, and even a guy like Michael Phelps or some of the great gymnastic or ice skating, figure skating stars, they're the biggest thing in the world for a week or two, and then we don't talk about them for four years. Even though they have their world championships, we just don't pay attention as a country until it is the, the Olympics. What is that like for them? I think it's it's very challenging. You know, I spent a season traveling with Bodie Miller and the U.S. ski team, and they do every winter there in, in the Alps of Europe doing what they call the World Cup Tour. Same with a lot of these sports. They have an annual season. Uh, but I had no idea that, that the, the U.S. ski team did anything except go to the Olympics. So to your point, you know, every – the other three years of a four-year cycle, they're, especially to Americans, uh, unknown. And then most of them only do one Olympic. So, you know, after that, they just become oftentimes members of society who a lot of times have not gotten an education. A lot of these sports, they don't have an opportunity to go to college. You know, if you're an ice skater, uh, if you're a speed skater, you pretty much have to be homeschooled. And, you know, clearly we're not uh, preparing our country's athletes, greatest athletes for success in life after they, you know, provide their service to, to the Olympic movement. You know, just you brought up Bodie Miller, and I've always felt that if you're part of the downhill ski team, you're a different type of cat. You know, you're like the type of guy who lands fighter jets on moving aircraft carriers. I mean, these guys are a little bit nuts, but Bodie had, you know, he had some disappointment in Turin, obviously, but you know, playing pickup basketball and someone said, aren't you going to hurt your ankle? He's always been a very, very outspoken guy. How, how did you find Bodie Miller as you traveled around with him? Well, Bodie's one of the most exceptional people I've ever met. I mean, even putting aside his incredible athletic prowess, and I always tell people, you know, with the U.S. ski team on uh, certain days, they'll do what they call dry land training where they don't get on the snow. Uh, so they'll play basketball, they'll play volleyball, they'll play ice hockey. And he was so head and shoulders above all the rest of these guys who are the rest of the U.S. ski team, you know, some of the best athletes in the world. Uh, athletically, he, he's a, a phenom, um, but his brain also works differently than, than anybody I've ever met. He's incredibly inquisitive and, and, and thinks differently. And, I mean, one great example of that is how he – changed the shape of racing skis forever. He told his uh, ski sponsor to try making him a, a ski that had more of a parabolic shape like snowboards did, and they thought he was crazy. And He said, just give it a shot, and lo and behold, every ski racer in the world is now on a parabolic ski. Other people you have in this film, um, Lolo Jones, Gracie Gold, Sasha Cohen, and Sean White, and I remember talking to Sean White years ago when he was making his comeback and he was launching his, his clothing line, and of course he had the video games, and yet another guy where you think he's on top of the world, how could he have any sort of uh, depression or you know mental stress when it comes to this? Um, how did you find Sean White when you, when you had him on the show? Sean was great. You know, I think Sean went to a, uh, as a guest to a, a seminar that Tony Robbins, the motivational speaker did, you know, in, in some far off land, I think it was uh, an Island in Fiji. And he, he witnessed Michael uh, sharing his, his own 
struggles, and I think it really, you know, gave Sean the opportunity to, you know, feel more comfortable admitting that, um, you know, he had been some through some of this stuff too. I mean, who doesn't go through challenging times, especially with, you know, what the whole world and and especially this country is going through right now. So one thing I hope that really comes out of this film is just, I think, a sense of relief to see a Michael Phelps or a Sean White or a Lolo Jones talk about struggling with these things. I really hope helps, you know, everybody feel like they're not alone and, and it's just part of being human. I remember speaking with, name drop again here, but Edwin Moses, who basically had a gold medal for sure in his back pocket for the hurdles in Moscow that Jimmy Carter took away. And then, of course, in L.A. in 84, the, the Soviets boycotted. That's one thing. Now we have an Olympics that has been put off a year. And a recent poll said that most residents of Japan don't even want it in a year. So what's that like to train? And now instead of waiting four years, you got to wait five years. And there's so many things that can go wrong as you wait for another year. Yeah, and it's, it's truly scary, you know, I think that when you see the film and you see these different issues, whether it's, um, you know, finances or, or mental health support, uh, all these things are just being, you know, there's just more of it because of, of what's going on. Um, so it's, it's pretty scary, and I certainly hope that things are safe enough to have the Olympic next summer, Olympics next summer. And then also that, you know, the film creates some conversation and, we can have some dialogue and hopefully see some change with making sure that Olympic athletes get the sort of support they need, uh, whether they're Michael Phelps and they win 28 medals or there's somebody that maybe you haven't heard of. And you know, these people are, are human and, you know, like people that work for all kinds of different organizations uh, in this country, they need to be taken care of. You know, last question for you here. I remember speaking of Phelps, that when th there was a picture of him with like a weed pipe and he lost sponsors and he got suspended. And I remember thinking, you know, if this was an NBA player, an NFL player, we'd kind of go, yeah, whatever. But I was thinking Phelps now, he has to be the golden boy. He has to be, you know, from the Bible belt to whatever, this is our number one American star. And I just thought the incredible pressure on him and, and all the people who felt personally let down. I mean, that's a huge thing to have on your shoulders. No, I agree. I, uh, I think it's fair to say that uh, the country puts puts a certain level of pressure on, on Olympians that even maybe a star NFL quarterback doesn't have. And, I mean, when you become so well-known, I mean, this, this Olympics that we would have had uh, this summer, you know, Michael says in the film, it, it's the first Olympics that, he isn't participating in since he was 11 years old. Wow. So when you're that famous with that much success from that young, uh, I think it is a, a really tough cross to bear. And, and, you know, luckily I think after he got a DUI in 2014, he went and got some, some real help. He spent 45 days at a, a place uh, in Arizona and I think really, you know, evolved, but, Fortunately, he got that help, and, and everybody should be so fortunate and be so courageous to get the kind of help they need to, to evolve and, and, and grow. Well, it's going to be a fascinating watch, a must-see on HBO tomorrow night and on HBO Max as well, streaming. 
9 o'clock Pacific and Eastern. If you miss it, I'm sure it'll be available on demand as well. It's called The Weight of Gold, documentary exploring mental health challenges of Olympic athletes in a very, very deep personal detail. And uh, the director of this is Brett Rapkin. He's been our guest. Brett, congratulations on the project. And um, let's catch up on your next one, man. Yeah, sounds good. And, and for anybody who might be listening to this who is struggling, I mean, one place I'd love to point people is uh, a website we created, you know, in partnership with HBO. It's called weightofgoldresources.com, weightofgoldresources.com. And, you know, there's a number of organizations on there that uh, have resources available. Great stuff. Thanks, Brett. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Byline. is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits, no one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499. 800-516-2499. Again, that's 800-516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your
your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. What kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. Back to Fat Boy, baby. All right, well, there's a report now from Major League Baseball that the Phillies and the Marlins might just shut things down for a little while. Phillies will be shut down until Friday. The Marlins will be shut down until August 3rd. Even though Philly has been... Uh, you know, stained and infected with the coronavirus yet. So we wondered what Major League Baseball's response was going to be. And this is the response <laughs> that these teams are just plain not going to be playing. And if you think about 60 games in 66 days, which is the plan, that means that those off days, you're going to have to make them up or there's going to have to be some double headers and things like that. So the Yankees and the Orioles are the bystanders right now during all this. Changes every day. Thanks for tuning in. We'll do it again tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pack time. I'm Rick Tittle. Coming up next is Sports Talk.